We had to bring some more things to the table today in trashy or classy. Uh, we also found out why was Groundhog Day censored one year and the return of two-second tune. We did that and I'm sure some other stuff, too. Oh, how about cooking your first vegan meal? We had that today, too. Fun, fun show today. And you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly Jordan. Cooking dinner for the first time. That's what we have up today. And why should we talk to you on Monday? And we are joined by Dana. Dana, what's going on? Why should we talk to you on Monday? Hey guys, um, so I'm cooking dinner for the first time for my boyfriend's family. Awesome. Um, and I'm pretty excited and, you know, I am a trained chef. That's like what I do. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's my job. So I'm like, okay, probably pretty well equipped for this, right? Except for the caveat is that they're vegan and I have never cooked anything remotely vegan in my life. Ooh, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Yikes. That's going to be a tough one. Now, but you are a trained chef, you said, right? Yeah, so I mean, I understand substitutions and things, but I don't like substitutions. Right, yeah. right. Do you even have a plan yet? Uh, You know, I've been Googling stuff. Uh, none of the, the cookbooks that I have, I, they have like salads, right? But even a lot of those salads aren't vegan. To yeah. be honest, you I hope know? you guys like salad and water. And you can't just do that, not for your boyfriend's parents. Is your is your boyfriend? No, I don't want to impress them. Is your boyfriend vegan? Um, he was. Okay. And I've turned him. Good for you. Oh, thank God! Okay. You brought him back from the dark side. <laughs> so maybe you can work on the parents like later down the road. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to be a good influence on them. Now, is this your first time meeting the parents, or this is just your first time cooking for them? Just the first time cooking for them. Okay. Uh, so I know, I feel like they like me. I feel like we have a good rapport, but, you know, this could ruin it all. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I accidentally threw a steak in there. Hope you guys Whoops. are cool with that. <laughs> Oops. Well, okay. This is so interesting to me because one, I don't, I, I could never live the vegan lifestyle, mm. and the fact that you are not a vegan and you got to go in there and try and cook vegan now—that's crazy. What's up, Brian Riley? Have you ever seen the video of the guy whose wife is vegan and then he cooks something in meat and then cooks her food in the the, the <gasps> extras and the oh. fat and all that? Stuff? Maybe you should try that. Oh. Just just throw that one out there. That's uh, oh, no. that's a good way to make them hate you. <laughs> yeah. That's a real good way to make them hate you. Wait, that's another thing though. So can you use like cookware that's had meat in it and but been cleaned? Well, probably not my cast iron. Right. You know, so I can't do anything <laughs> cast iron. I'd be like, let's just go to a restaurant. This sucks. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, let the let those professionals do it. Right. So, you know, that's I don't know. I don't really like vegan restaurants. Oh. But so, Dana, you're a good chef. Chefs are creative. So are you going to look forward to kind of getting out of your comfort zone a little bit to make them something yummy? Because I'm assuming food's your love language. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the, the things that typically make things yummy, though, are things. So I just have to I have to stretch my boundaries because. Yeah, it's mostly things that I really like, like heavy cream. Yeah. You know, I can't use that. Can vegans, um, can, so, vegans yeah. can they have wine or anything like that? Yeah, because it's a grape. Okay, but I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't Fair. know a single vegan in my life, so I'm, I'm asking questions. Uh, there, there are a bunch of things that are sort of surprising, right, where you're just like, that's definitely okay, and right. then you'll find something out and you'll be like, oh, <laughs> I'm picturing. Wow, not even that. I'm picturing these parents coming over to your house, and you don't really know them that well, and it's just this sober, bland get together <laughs> with salad and water, water on the table. 
Yeah, I'm like, what are we gonna? play like you know chess or something right. and that's what it sounds actually, like chess is too interesting there's, there's gonna be classical music going someone's <laughs> gonna do a poetry reading before dinner and then you guys are gonna sit down for water yeah vegans are kind of intimidating yeah yeah you, the only jokes that i like and my boyfriend thought this was funny well it's the only joke that i remember and it's um how do you spot a vegan at a dinner party i don't know how oh Oh, they'll let you know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do you know someone's doing CrossFit? They'll tell you. They'll tell you. You didn't even ask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is interesting, Dana. We've never had this on Why Should We Talk To You on Monday before. So over the weekend, you're going to cook your first meal ever for your boyfriend's parents, and they're vegan, and you are not. But you are a trained chef, so this should be pretty good. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm ready for it, and I'm definitely going to enjoy giving you the full account later. I'm, I'm a full. Awesome. Well, what we'll do is we'll call you this exact same time on Monday, okay? And we'll find out how did it go cooking your very first meal, vegan meal, for your boyfriend's parents, okay? All right. I can't wait to hear how that goes on Monday. Kelly Jordan. Often you go through life with questions, and one of those might be, is what I'm doing trashy or classy? (laughs) Sometimes it's hard to tell. Well, Brian Riley, you got called out the other day by Chelsea about something you were doing that she deemed trashy. And that was... (laughs) Supposedly, it's trashy. Well, tell us, what is it that you do? I, when I come to work in the morning, Mm -hmm. because I don't like to get up, I like to eat my breakfast at work. A lot of people do. So I bring a Tupperware of cereal, and then I'll fill up like a used water bottle, an empty water bottle, (laughs) with a little bit of milk, so I can pour it into my cereal and eat it. The logic is solid. It is. 100%. Throw it away. You don't have to waste more dishes. Chelsea... Decides to, to, I don't know, for blackmail purposes, <laughs> videotape my breakfast routine, post it on the internet, and now everyone's messaging me asking me if I'm drinking breast milk, <laughs> which I don't know how that even started. Yeah, I don't know how that came to I be. I am just so fascinated because- every, Of the ingenuity? Every, I know. Every day you come in, you are, you're the smartest man alive, uh, next to Kelly. Tell me something guys, I don't know. So much so I'm much sensing smartest. a little sarcasm. No, never. Not for me. So it's, it was a fun little game. You know, I'm new here, and I'm like figuring you guys out and stuff, and I was like, what is Brian Riley bringing for breakfast? And it's just an adventure every day, and <laughs> this video's gotten thousands of views. Right. Of Brian. Somebody Absurd thought, amount of views, by the way. thought you were eating sweet corn because they uh, couldn't tell if it was cereal Cream corn? Mm. <laughs> yeah, make my own cream corn in the studio. Yep. Beth texting in saying, I do the same thing. Now, the question is, though, is bringing milk in a water jug to work classy or trashy? Allow me to say, I believe, because you're, you're, you're repurposing, you're recycling, you're reducing, reusing. I think it's classy. Thank you. Saving the world, right? Plus, Saving it's a nice the world. It's a nice uh, plastic jug. So, because I used to do the same it's thing. A bottle. It's not a jug. It's this janky, cheap bottle from like a case of water, and I didn't know what it was. Didn't have a label on it. It looked weird. So you're saying trashy? It looked weird. And the judgment of trashy or classy? Chelsea says trashy. Well, That's fine. She's new. She doesn't get it. Well, the milk was sitting there for over a half hour untouched. Okay. What? Uh, and not in a refrigerator. Michelle does something that I used to do. I put my milk in a mason jar. I used to do the same thing, but it was mason jars that my dad had used for pickling. So sometimes mm. I would... So, and I don't know how glass hold, held flavor, but sometimes I would dump the milk out and it would taste pickly. Stacy has a legitimate Tupperware bottle, probably from Pampered Chef, I bet, that is perfect for your milk. 
She'll send you it if you need it. I just got a text message now. Somebody else texted on my personal phone. It's trashy as hell is what I got. But this is the life I have to live now. I'm just trying to picture you. How did you get the... So was it a gallon jug at home yeah. and you're pouring it in? Did you spill it all over? Uh, look, I'm a man of many talents. I can I can figure... Th- I poured it in with, with precise accuracy. All right. Brit- didn't spill a lot. Brittany says you're being... Tra- no, she says you're being classy. Thank you. So... That is what we have up today. She put a laughing emoji with tears, though. Trashy or classy is the question. So if you have a question if something you're doing is trashy or classy, today's the day that we get it out and we give you your answer. Now, it's only the three of us, so it's not a very official (laughs) ruling on it, but the texters can always text in, too. That's right. Did you see what Brian just sent in? What did he say? He said bodybuilders and powerlifters drink breast milk. It's okay, Brian. (laughs) I'm super strong, so it makes sense. That's fine. All right, here, we got our first text. Someone says they saw online something they're thinking about getting, uh, pajama pants that look like jeans. Trashy or classy? Classy, because I have a pair myself. Trashy. Oh. Anytime you go out in pajamas, oh. you are trashy. I'm sorry. I know it's the trend now that to is. go to Walmart in your pajama pants and your flip-flops. Trashy. First, there were jeggings. Those are questionable. Very Un- comfy, but questionable. 100% trashy. Hey, All right. You want your pajamas to be like jeans? 320-656-9453. We got someone sitting on the, whole, on the phone. What's up? So, um, you know those frozen margaritas that people drink is it is it trashy or classy because they kind of look like a capri sun with the straw oh. sticking out is that like you is can that take, trashy or classy like you a, can take them out on the boat with you the frozen drink comes with a straw yeah um yeah boy i don't i don't know if that falls in either trashy or classy i just think it's hella convenient i think it's smart i mean i think it's got trashy <laughs> You're taking you're taking a frozen whatever as an adult walking around. That's trashy. Okay, so what I about that's trashy? So let me ask you this: What about boxed wine? Where does that fall in trashy or classy? Are you putting a straw through it and drinking it on the road? Because you could that'd be one <laughs> hell of a Capri Sun. It comes with a spigot. I'll drink out of the spigot. That's See, I, trashy. I, but no, I, that is trashy. <laughs> what are you doing? A keg stand well, on hey, a boxed I, wine? I don't have to wash any glasses. <laughs> just putting her mouth on. Yeah, the, it's I just a, need a quick bump. It's been a day. Well. But here's the thing. I feel like, and I could be wrong, maybe if there's a sommelier listening, they could tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I feel like that technology of wine in the bag is the best, because it, it's... I love that you call it technology. Because the air never gets to the wine. Like the, the, exactly! It's in, a, it's in a vacuum-sealed bag. It seems like all wine should come like that. And then I'll rip the box apart and squeeze the bag like a tube of toothpaste, because there's always like a half glass right. left. And it's four bottles. Mm. Guys, there's oh. phone numbers to call. Yeah, you, but there's if, four. <laughs> when, you, when you put it like that. So, but we're, I'm sorry. We, I totally derailed us there. But when it comes to the frozen margarita in a bag with a straw, essentially an adult Capri Sun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian Riley says trashy. I say no. I think it's cool. But you know what, though? Okay. He's, a, he's a millennial. He doesn't get it. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm hey. an older millennial. She's in the it. same boat. <laughs> oh. Just different. Okay, then Brian different. doesn't like drinking enough. <laughs> Okay, then. Chelsea, Chelsea's in her kitchen sucking the bag of wine out of the fridge. Yeah, we've learned a lot about each other so far. Kelly thinks box wine is great technology. Chelsea's over here sucking it out of the bag. And I think punching a straw through a frozen daiquiri is trashy. What this is show. happening this world? How about world? this? This show, trashy or classy? As of now, trashy. 100%. All right. Thank you so much for the call. All right. We got someone sitting on hold right now. I'm afraid to bring this one up in the Midwest. But they want a judgment if something is trashy or classy. Holy cow. Today is the day you get judgment passed on you. Is it trashy or classy? 320-656-9453. We got some good text coming in. You seen any that uh, piqued your interest? 
Rachel says, don't you guys have a fridge at the office? Keep milking there. Okay, well, that's <laughs> we moved on from the milk. We've deemed it trashy. I thought it was classy, though. You see any on there, Brian Riley? Uh, yeah, we had Oh, some. sorry. Yeah, we, I can't talk with that. Somebody texted in saying, uh, jeans inside of your cowboy boots. Is that trashy or classy? Huh, that that's was interesting. That was from Heather. Whoa. It could go either way because sometimes your boots are really cute up top and you don't want to cover them up with your okay. jeans. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't have a judgment on this one. I don't know. I th- I think it's trashy to tuck them inside of the boot. Like, I, are they skinny jeans so it's a nice, clean line? Or? I, I'm going to say Wranglers. <laughs> I don't think a man should ever tuck his jeans inside his boots. I, it just doesn't seem right. Well, I'm going to say classy. Doesn't want to get his pants dirty at the ankles. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's classy. what the boots are made for. That's what they're with that. For. Sometimes they got that cool American flag. Now, we got, we got someone sitting on hold right now who I'm afraid to answer this question in the Midwest. And you'll find out. And she wanted me to change her voice because her husband might be listening right now. So we got your voice changed, okay? You can speak with impunity. What's up? I want your opinion because I need to know if something is trashy or classy. All right, give it to us. We'll, we'll let you know. I feel like this is wrong calling the country station, and I feel like I'm not going to get the right answer. It's all right. It's all right. It's, this is a judgment-free zone. Always has been, always will be. Place. I love you, Kelly. <laughs> well, what is it? What's, what, what do you got for us? Camo at a wedding. <laughs> now, please, please do explain. What do you mean camo at a wedding? Okay, so my fiancé wants to have a hunting-themed wedding, which, okay, Fine. I'm cool with like a Northwoods pattern, you know, maybe thinking pine needles, green, etc. Except like he wants to do camo. Like he wants the he wants guests to wear camo and he wants like the you know the the boutonnieres. He wants them to be like shotgun shells. Uh. <laughs> Now, you know, I have DJed hundreds of weddings, and I have seen this before. Red, I have red, seen, red, red, Nick. I've seen, I've seen uh, wedding dresses with, like, a camo, you know, accent on them. I've seen men wear, like, camo vests under their, their suits. So I have seen it. So you wouldn't be the first, but the question is, is it trashy or classy? I'm afraid to say what I think. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll say it. It's trashy. Right, look, look. Someone's got to do it. We're all thinking it. That's Brian Riley, by the way. Look, I have, Brian, you can email him. I have a girlfriend from central Wisconsin where everyone wears camos at weddings. And yeah. it, like, I get it. But at the same time. That's their Sunday best. Even, I get it. But at the, the same time. Camel. We're not pulling out the gun to go shoot a deer in the middle of the ceremony. I don't know why we have it. I, mean, I don't get it. It could happen. My friend, this was her wedding, and she had the blaze orange with the camel sash. Oh, now uh, that's the, class. The cowboy boots. The guys just, they've never, how many men actually wear tuxes and oh. feel comfortable in them? So she wanted her man to feel good, and so they, she just put them in camo vests and jackets. They wore their blue jeans, and it was a good time. Heck, some of them even came in from the field from hunting to get to the ceremony. That Oof. also does not shock man, me at all. That they is just their hands. It's all good. <laughs> wow. It's not like they gutted the deer right beforehand and then cooked it for dinner. You so don't now, know that. Now that you've gotten <laughs> now that you've gotten your judgment about it being trashy, are you going to go through with it? By the way, that judgment came from Brian Riley. Hey, what is this? <laughs> Here's here's my problem though. Like, we're in the Lord's house. We're in the house of the Lord. The living Christ will be present in our ceremony, and I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not okay. Like, okay, some certain things maybe at the reception, but not for the church part. You know what I'm saying? Like, not for the church part. You're the woman. You make the call. 
Because I guarantee he doesn't care that much. Are you just afraid you won't see the groom at the end of the aisle? Ah! Oh, no. All right. Thank you so much for the call, and I'm sorry. Trashy. <laughs> Says Brian Riley. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, where is that text that came in? Someone said that was their dream wedding. <laughs> Jen texted in, that's my dream wedding. Totally. <laughs> Go for it. That's in- all you. Invite Brian Riley. I'll be I'll be front row. Love, cheering you on. I love it. Leave the shotguns at the door. It is the Lord's house. Hey, we have not done an HR files in forever because I thought I thought our HR guy was in the Middle East because he is in the National Guard. Turns out he never went. So we're gonna get Brian Zenzen on because we haven't heard from him in a while and find out what the heck's going on and can we still keep doing the HR files. Here is Kelly Jordan. Kelly Jordan. Wake up, y'all. We have not done an HR files in a long time because I thought that Brian Zenzen, our human resources guy, was not even in the country. Turns out he's been here the whole time. I, I guess is that a problem for you, Kelly? Or no. Are you happy to it's just, me or what? So we weren't doing the HR files, and I was like, oh, we can't do it for a little while until Brian Zenzen gets to Iraq or Baghdad or wherever it is that you're going and gets a little something set up there. And I was like, Kelly, he's still here. I just saw him in the break room. I'm happy you're here, Brian. Thank you. Thank well, you, Chelsea. And I'm glad as our newest our newest team member you're looking out for me. I'm not I'm uh, not upset that you're still here. I was just I didn't think that you were here. I just, I'm upset that we haven't been doing the HR files because I thought that you weren't here, but we'll have to bring it. So when do you leave then? Or can you not say is that well, top secret? Well, just like you just like you, I thought I was leaving uh like this weekend up until a couple weeks ago. I had a request. I got to go to. I got to go get more educated. Okay. Uh, in, in the army, so I can get promoted. So I had a request to attend that school. It finally got approved. So I'll be. I'll be around for about two more months, and okay. then and then I'll leave. So don't worry, I am leaving. And where? Just, where are you going? Uh, our division's going to the Middle East. Okay, but you can't say specifically where. Uh, they're kind of all over the place. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, look, I don't want to. I don't want to get you in any trouble or anything. <laughs> and and if, if people listening don't know, what this is Brian Zenzen, our human resources guy, and you are in the National Guard. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, just I actually just got moved over to the 34th Infantry Division that is deploying. Lucky me. So yep, uh, I'll be de- I'll be deployed until about Christmas time. Oh dang! And you're Zenzen. you're pretty high up too. What are you? Uh, well, I'm a captain. Okay. He gets to actually say that. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I never understood how the National Guard works. So you like that? So you get pay, so when you're when you're over there in the Middle East, you are you still doing this job, but you also have to do that job. Well, I I have to do like I got picked to do a completely different job, a job I've never done before. I'll oh, be working okay. With uh, I'll be working with partner countries. Okay. But, uh, I will help out Leighton for a few hours a week with just. My fill-in, my fill-in might have questions, but yeah, I'm not, I can't do this job full time, so okay. I gotta, I gotta focus on arming. Right. The timing, the time difference is a little extreme as right. well. <laughs> Why are you calling it me actually, at one in the morning yeah. over someone, actually, someone stealing your sandwich out of the break room? <laughs> it actually isn't too bad. I, when I get off work at about five, six o'clock at night, is when you guys will start your work day. So, oh, good. so you can listen. You can, you can. You can tune in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's not too bad. It, it gives me some time to talk to the family, and then I can, you know, sleep uninterrupted and do all that stuff. So, yeah, all right, time, well, time change won't be too bad. Zen Zen, I'm glad that you're still here. I'm glad that you're protecting this country for us. And uh, that means next week we'll do an HR Files. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully everybody else is.
All right, so now we got to the bottom of where Brian Zenzen is. Oh, Zenzen. All right, we got the Kelly Jordan survey on the way next. We asked you, what is the most exotic meat you have ever eaten? We're also going to bring back two-second tune. It's all on the way. With Kelly Jordan. On the way next, something we have not played in forever. Brian Riley, do you remember Two Second Tune? My, literally my favorite game we played. Chelsea, this is called Two Second Tune. So it's going to be me and you and Brian, all three of us against each other, okay? Whoa. But here's the thing. We need someone to host it. Enter Intern Allison, who showed up yep. today. Hey, She's late, but hey, no, no. It's not time. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. We've never given her a designated time to be here. <laughs> so, Allison, what you've done is you've pulled clips of songs, Correct. two seconds long, and we have to figure out what they are. Yes. Now, the interesting part is Allison does not know country music. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> is there a category that we're doing in this? Um, I believe it's Winstock. Winstock so artists. Winstock artists, okay. yes. And Allison, that is, a, that is a country music festival. Oh, thank you. Yep. Yes. Yes. I did know that. Speed. You can Fortunately. come with us if you'd like. <laughs> All right. So we're going to play this coming up next. We'll play a two-second clip of a song. We'll chime in with just our name. So either Chelsea, Kelly, or Brian. And then we got to try and identify it. All right. Does that sound good? Right. Yep. Allison, are you ready to host this? I am ready. All right. The return of two-second <laughs> tune on the way next. Kelly Jordan. The return of two-second tune. I'm so excited about this. So this is where we have two seconds to identify a song. And I'm so excited that now it's Chelsea, Brian Riley, Mm -hmm. and myself all taking each other on. But that means that we needed a host. And Allison, the intern, Allison, was lucky enough, or nice enough to do it for Mm -hmm. us. So Allison... You just let me know when you're ready for the first song, and we'll identify, and we'll just buzz in with our names. Okay. <laughs> so what you call yourself, dog? Big yeah, dog? big dog. Yeah, That's okay. what I'm going to call myself. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever, as long as we know it's you. Yep, I'm big dog. <laughs> Here we go. First song and two-second tune. All right. Carjacking old lady. Oh! <laughs> you like that? Big dog's number one. Hey. Jason Aldean, try that in a small town. Is that correct, Allison? That is correct. Carjacking oh, old lady That's almost too easy. You think hey, it's cool? Look, it's the anxiety that gets Pressure. to you. Sure, I'm I, squeezing my little stress thing here. Okay. All right, all right, Allison. Let's go. Allison, give us the next song. Chelsea. Oh God, am I just playing? Uh, Last night lonely by Is that it? after the artist. Too? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Last night lonely by John Party. Correct. Is that right? Oh! Do we have a tiebreaker? Is there a tiebreaker? There's not. There's four songs. Okay, well, yeah. Oh, yeah so, there's a tiebreaker. So if I get <laughs> one, yeah. So there's three of us. And, all right, okay. <laughs> all right. You're not going to get it. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> that was it? That was the clip, huh? Can we hear it again? <laughs> yeah, one more time. This is a Winstock artist? Oh, boy. That sounds like it was recorded off of uh, the track. Is that a side stage artist? Uh, Kelly. <laughs> Laney Wilson, Not Wild that. Horses and Wildflowers. No. Is that was, even a song? That it is. Just mm. okay. uh, I thought that was, I actually really liked that song. I thought maybe that was like a part of it I had never heard before. Anybody else got any guesses? Chelsea. The Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was. Big Dog's going to stay quiet oh. on this one. Okay, yeah. Probably, probably <laughs> the best. Yeah. It was Ashley McBride, Velvet Red. Oh, damn. Boy, that, 
Is that at Sun Studios? <laughs> <laughs> Recorded live in the wild country. Wow. That's why I was shocked when I first heard that clip. I was like, dang, that sounds way too old to be at Winstock. All right. Well, let's come on. Let's do the fourth one. You guys yeah, we have to now. Let's go. We have All to right. now. Here we go. My, this is my, now, this is my shot to tie it. I see you got a fifth one in here, too. So I if do. I get oh, one, okay. If I get this one, we yeah, go to the tiebreaker. We'll do the sixth one. <laughs> the seventh. Here we go. Uh, again, please. Big dog. All right, go ahead, big dog. Cole Swindell, middle of a memory. Is that it? Correct artist. Oh, dang it. Okay, uh, Kelly. Cole Swindell, you should be here. No. Ah, dang it. Chelsea. Cole Swindell. <laughs> almost. Almost. All right, come on. I see there's a fifth one in here. Let's you should just be do here? It. Did we already say that? Well, what was the song? It was Cole Swindell, Girl Goes Crazy. Oh, I don't never even heard of this. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I feel so bad then. No. Uh, all right. Come on. Let's do the last one. We got time. One more in two seconds, dude. This is winner take it all. Again. Winner take it all. And then the sixth song. Red sun. Milk. Oh, I got it. <laughs> yes. Big dog. Dang Russell it. Russell Dickerson, Blue Tacoma. Correct. Come on. Oh, red sun. Melting to the black time. Dallas shades yeah. coming nowhere. Serious as you could tell, it's Brian, not Big Dog. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Wait a minute. That's technically a fourth. He didn't buzz in with the proper name. I'm going to give it to him. We, <laughs> Chelsea, this is your first time. Yeah, we'll cut you some slack. And rules. Oh, forget the rules. Rules are only a suggestion on the show. <laughs> Allison, you did a phenomenal job. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Small town salute. This is a big deal. Our first ever international small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Morris, Manitoba, Canada, population 484. Wendy reached out and said she was in the Grand Forks area visiting, heard the show about six months ago, and has been listening to the podcast ever since. And she wanted to know if we would give her hometown of Morris a small town salute. Wendy said Morris is known for one of the biggest dairy shows in Canada that happens every July called The Big M. That sounds like it's almost worth the trip across the border, and that's why Morris, Manitoba, Canada... You get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly Jordan. Why did they try to censor Punxsutawney Phil? Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. This is so crazy when we live in the information age where we know everything about everyone all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But censorship is what kept Groundhog Day from happening during World War II. Ooh. Please allow me to explain. So censorship rules throughout World War II meant that the biggest papers had to remain, remain tight-lipped about any information that Germany and Japan could use against the United States. These rules were so strict that weather forecasts could not be broadcast on the radio or put in the papers because that would give the enemy sky conditions, temperatures, other things that could give them that could help them attack the United States. Give them an edge. So it was the weather restrictions that did it. They did this all the way through 1942. Uh, the mayor of the Miami, or the I'm sorry, the editor of the Miami Herald back then said it was so strict they could not do anything that even referenced what the weather might be. And so if the enemy saw Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow today, they would know they had clear skies, and then they may have to worry about an attack. But That's, I would I okay. Would, I would think 
the time difference and the fact that he's only right 30% of the time. 39% of the time. 39% of the time. But still, they're, they're, what they were saying is we don't want any information that could possibly help our enemies out there in the papers. So they, they censored Groundhog Day and it was canceled in 1942. How long was it going to take them to get the paper, though? Well, that's back no, then, that's no, the you thing got, that I'm thinking. But to think about it, it's not like it's not like there weren't spies over here that could be like sending a Morris code back across the ocean. I yeah, can, but then they got to jump in the Mayflower and take the boat. No, over. they had planes. <laughs> that was hundreds of years. I can just see Hitler and Stalin right now and be like, "Yeah, did you see what that groundhog said? We should attack." You, we you, should talk. You guys are taking something that's crazy interesting here. <laughs> I do say, though, I will say, I, I do find that interesting that they, they went to the extent of thinking that the enemies are going to go after the oh, weather. Oh, they're paranoid that's, about I do find everything. that interesting. That's the interesting part, that censorship was so tight during World War II, they couldn't even broadcast the results of Groundhog Day. Rough. That's unbelievable, man. But, hey, they were trying to keep us safe, and so I give them mad respect for that. Thank you for protecting and serving That's our right. country, Punxsutawney Phil. Now, you maybe didn't find that interesting. I really did. This one blew my mind. I couldn't believe when I was reading that. And if you didn't like it, pfft, I don't care. I'm going to still have a good weekend with or without you liking it, and I'm going to do another one on Monday because I don't care because these are things that only I find interesting, and sometimes, <laughs> maybe it does make... 